Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler. This is a special edition of the show because I'm coming to you from San Francisco, and not just San Francisco, but a very special corner of the city near the Golden Gate Bridge. It's called the Presidio. This is actually a former U.S. Army post. Well, the Spanish erected a fort here way back in 1776. Eventually, the Mexican flag flew here until 1848 when the Mexicans turned this territory over to the U.S., for 219 years, the armies of Spain, Mexico, and the U.S. guarded this entrance to San Francisco Bay from right here, which is uh, right here being oh, up a mountain. It's a great way to shoot cannons down on incoming ships. I can't tell you this was necessarily tough duty because this rolling 2.3 miles of land with incomparable views of the bay lets you look over the Golden Gate Bridge, the Pacific Ocean. It is just stunning. In 1994, the Army left this property, and that began a long-running debate about what to do. Some argued it should be put up for auction, but fortunately for the rest of us, a trust called the Presidio Trust took over most of the land, and it's now a national park. But it's an unusual park in that it's required to be self-sufficient financially. So officers' quarters were renovated into lovely homes that are now rented at market rates to the citizens of San Francisco. What were once military offices were turned into commercial offices while, the ma while maintaining the original architecture and the lush surroundings here. There's 24 miles of walking paths through forests planted in the mid-1800s when this was bare land. But now, because the army planted lots of trees in the 1880s, we got a forest here. There are eucalyptus trees, cypress, other ones. There's a military cemetery here. And along the bay is Chrissy Field, which is formerly, what was formerly a military airport. You can stay here as well, as I did last night at the end of the Presidio. It's a luxury hotel with 26 beautifully furnished rooms. If only the generals could see it now. And I'm coming to you from the reception area of the Inn at the Presidio. So you may hear some people checking in in the background from time to time or checking out. Um, this is just a lovely place. We'll learn more about it during this show. Coming up this hour, we're going to meet the executive director of the Presidio Trust, Craig Middleton, and learn more about this unusual public-private partnership. The Disney Family Museum is housed here. We'll talk to Libby Garrison, the director of marketing, about what you can see there. And Karen Maggio is in charge of hospitality here. You'll find this is a great place to get married. Damian Rafa keeps a sharp eye on the environmental aspects of this massive renovation, rebuilding, and even expansion of this park. We're going to hear all about that. And could, be, uh, could there be, as I say, a more dramatic place to have a wedding? Well, again, I, I, I can't imagine. It's just beautiful. If you have not been to the Presidio, you have not really seen all of San Francisco. Quick look at this week's news and travel. Southwest Frequent Flyer uh, Program uh, members weren't delighted to wake up earlier this week to find the value of their points for Southwest's least expensive fares going to be devalued by about 15% next year. Beginning mid-March of 2014, the airline's want to get away fares will require passengers to redeem 70 points instead of 60 for every dollar of the cost of a fare. Anytime rewards and business select award levels will remain the same. So to redeem points for a $200 fare, for example, it'll cost you 14,000 points rather than 12,000 for a want to get away, get away fee. So, uh, excuse me, fare. So if you know what, when you want to fly southwest later in 2014, I'd advise you redeem your points for a ticket now before this uh, 
mid-March uh, deadline hits. 9-11 was a big day around Charles de Gaulle Airport outside Paris. Authorities only this week revealed that on 11th of September, it seized, the police seized 1.3 tons, tons, I say, of cocaine stashed aboard an Air France flight coming in from Venezuela. It was the biggest drug haul ever captured in the Paris region, had a street value of about $270 million. The 30 suitcases containing the drugs were not linked to any passengers on the flight, indicating they were probably placed aboard by someone with access to luggage uh, restricted areas, both in Caracas as well as Paris. Reports began surfacing a few months ago that disabled visitors to Disney theme parks were acting as tour guides, I put that in quotes, and charging able-bodied folks hundreds of dollars to accompany them to the heads of lines of attractions. Well, on October 9th, the rules change at Disneyland. And reports began surfacing a few months ago that disabled visitors to Disney theme parks were acting as tour guides, I put that in quotes, and charging able-bodied folks hundreds of dollars to accompany them when they went to the heads of lines at attractions. On October 9th, the rules are going to change at Disneyland. Kelly Monaghan uh, keeps a sharp eye on Disney doings. His publishing company called The Intrepid Traveler has published nine books on Disney theme parks. Kelly, so what exactly are these new rules? Well, simply put, uh, people who are disabled are now going to be treated pretty much like people who aren't uh, disabled. It used to be they Disney had something called a guest assistance card, which you could get stamped with a variety of symbols depending on what your disability was and what accommodation, accommodation you needed, and you'd just use it all day. Now what's going to happen is if a disabled person wants to go on a particular ride, they will have to report to a disabled assistance system kiosk and request a pass for that ride. And they will be given a pass to ride at a point in the future based on the current wait time for that line. In essence, what it means is that instead of waiting in line at the ride, they're going to have to wait uh, somewhere else for a about the same amount of time, maybe a little less. It's a, it's a major, major change. Now, I read in some news reports that folks who have uh, kids who are autistic or suffer from epilepsy um, weren't too happy about this. Right, yeah. It's going to affect uh, some disabilities more than others. You mentioned uh, severely autistic kids uh, have a great deal of time uh, postponing gratification, if you will, or, or simply standing still. Uh, have a hard time doing it, you mean? Hypertonia, for example. These are folks who don't need a wheelchair, but they need to be able to sit down periodically. They're going to have a hard time. Um, I, you know, Disney obviously got a big black eye when this uh, uh, report came out. And this. Um, these were all these news, news reports saying that. that uh, yeah, these were all these news reports saying, hey, come on, people go in the headline because they were piggybacking with disabled folks who are charging them money to do so, right? Right. Well, one of the things yeah. I think that hasn't been discussed much, or if at all, as far as I've been able to see, is that one thing Disney's learned uh, from this is that there is a market out there of people who are willing to pay over $1,000 a day uh, to skip the lines. And oh, my with goodness. the introduction of the My Magic Plus system and these magic bands that we're going to see being rolled out, um, in the next couple of months. I think Disney's going to find a way to uh, capture that market and get some money out of them. You've actually published a couple of books about how to avoid lines at, uh, at Disneyland and Disney World, haven't you? Well, it, no, not about not to avoid the lines, but to in, enjoy the lines. So waiting in line at Disney is not like waiting in line at the DMV. I mean, it's a gorgeous, right. gorgeous environment, and the Imagineers have gone to great lengths to fill 
those those areas with lots and lots of visual stimuli. What we've done is we've published two books called Lots to Do in Line, one for each park, you know, for Disneyland um. and Walt Disney World, that show families how they can actually turn waiting time into family fun time. And, and All right, now I'm going to interrupt you, Kelly, because we're coming to the end of the, the segment, but I want to tell folks where to get that. If you'd like to find out more about Kelly and his books on Disney's theme parks, go to the Intrepid Traveler. Com. We'll be right back from the reception room at the end of the Presidio here in San Francisco in Rudy Max's World right after this break. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Do you live with stress? If you have nervousness or common everyday anxiety, we're looking for you. Because right now we're sending risk-free supplies of a fast-acting supplement to listeners of this station. You heard right. Every listener who calls right now will learn how to get a risk-free bottle of Stress Block. A naturally derived formula that promotes feelings of calmness, focus, and well-being in a great-tasting chewable. Supplies for this risk-free offer are limited, so don't wait. Just call 1-800-514-5947. Stress Block is a fast-acting, non-prescription formula to support relaxation without causing drowsiness. Your nervousness is guaranteed to begin fading like magic in no time. This special risk-free offer is for listeners of this station, but it won't last. Call us now for this exclusive Stress Block risk-free offer. Just call 1-800-514-5947. That's 1-800-514-5947. Call 1-800-514-5947. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome, Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. We talk travel every weekend, and I hope you can join us uh, here every weekend on your favorite radio station uh, for more Rudy Max's World. Um, this segment of Rudy Max's World, I should tell you, is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. And you know Travel Guard as one of the premier insurers of travel. Uh, travelers all around the world, and if you're going to take a trip, even if just for a short time, you might want to consider uh, looking into a travel guard policy. You don't have to buy for a whole year. You can buy for specific trips if you only go uh, uh, go on the road every once in a while. And right now, Travel Guard has got a special deal they put together with Reader's Digest. It's free. It's a uh, it's a booklet about how to travel smart and save money, and it's called the 
Smart Spenders Travel Guide. And if you go to TravelGuard.com or go to my website, RudyMaxa.com, right at the top of the page, you'll see a bar with uh, Travel Guard's logo. Click on it. And the Smart Spenders Travel Guide will tell you how you can afford a vacation this year, even if you're on a tight budget, how to save on hotels, restaurants, resorts, what to do to avoid making expensive travel mistakes, and about 110 more money-saving tips, ideas, etc. for travel. TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Delighted to be joined here at the Presidio. And if you just tuned in, by the way, I should tell you, this is a, a show coming from on location, so you're going to hear people walking around. You're going to hear... You're going to hear people talking because I am in the reception area of the Inn at the Presidio. The Presidio is a national park based in San Francisco, and I mean in San Francisco, certainly right next to the city, almost at the foot of the Golden Gate Bridge. It used to be an army post, and it has been turned into a national park, but this is not your father or your grandfather's national park. The man who heads it is with the Presidio Trust, and he joins me now, and his name is Craig Middleton. He is the executive director. Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you. This is, is this the only national park? that has to pay its own way, does, gets no federal funds? It's the only national park that has to pay its own way. And, the, and, the, and how do you pay your, its own What's the theory behind that, and how do you pay its way? Well, the theory is that because this is an old army base, it's mm -hmm. an incredible army base established by the Spanish in 1776, um, it has buildings, has historic buildings. It's also the a most... A lot of them. A lot of them, over 800 of them. Wow. And uh, you can use those historic buildings... In fact, the best way to preserve an historic building is to reuse it. And when we reuse it, we can charge rent. The rent then comes back into the park, and the park then becomes financially self-sufficient. So no taxpayer money. How many people live in homes here that have been renovated? Oh, about 2,500. And they pay rent. They don't buy them. They pay rent. And are they paying market value? They pay market value rent. So that's part of the income for the trust. And then you have, there, I saw a law firm. I, and there are many. And then, there's, of course, there's the George Lucas massive. We have massive the Industrial Light and Magic, you know, special effects studios here. We have uh, law firms. We have 200 organizations. But we're not talking glass and steel skyscrapers. You have used the buildings that were already here. You're not allowed to mess around a lot here with the architecture, are you? That's right. It's in a National Historic Landmark District, the highest designation that the country gives to any historic place. So a place like Independence Hall in Philadelphia is a National Historic Landmark. So that's That'd make what a great are. law office, wouldn't it, Independence Hall in Philadelphia? <laughs> Philadelphia ought to take a cue from you and start renting out a little space. <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. And this, we are sitting in what used to be a, what I'm an Army brat, what my father used to call a BOQ, a Bachelor Officer's Quarters. It's been turned into a luxury hotel, 26 rooms, um, about 20 of them right here in this building. Um, I am astounded because I've got to tell you, if somebody said, you know, why don't you go stay in a national park? I think, okay, I've got to get a tent. Or so there are some of those older lodges that are beautiful in many national parks. This is a whole different concept of national park. It's really an urban park, although it's heavily forested, 23, 24 miles of walking paths. Um, how do you keep it this way? Are you okay financially? Is this going to go on for a long time? It's going to go on in perpetuity, and, and it's only going to get better. We are financially self-sufficient as of this year. The Congress gave us 15 years. This is the sixth, the 15th year, so we're financially self-sufficient. Was your job sort of hanging in balance? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the sword of Damocles hanging over our heads, but we're glad to get there. And what that really means is, and especially now when you think about what's happening on the national scene in Washington, to be financially self-sufficient and a federal property is a really good thing right now, and will be, I'm sure, in the future. There is a massive project. This um, This national park actually goes down to the to the bay, to San Francisco Bay, but it is bisected by Highway 101, which is a highway, a very busy highway that links the city with the Golden Gate Bridge. There is a, describe this massive project that is going on that is going to link 
for walkers, parkland all the way down to the water. Well, you know, so many cities, especially on the West Coast, have these elevated highways right along the water. Mm -hmm. And San Francisco is no exception. We had that uh, down by the ferry building, and we had it going up to the Golden Gate Bridge. So this is the approach to the, to the Golden Gate Bridge, built in 37, so seismically disastrous. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it, rather than replacing it, we're putting it into a tunnel, uh, in fact, two tunnels. And over the top of the tunnels will be parkland about 10 new acres of parkland. So you're, you're adding 10 park... This is like reclaiming wa uh, land from a water, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're getting 10 it's, new it's acres of air. park. <laughs> right, it's, you're building an air. Yeah, we're building an air. And what that will do is connect the old historic fort, which we call the main post, and we're sitting in right now, to the bay. And of course, this was always a strategic place. It was, you can see the Golden Gate from here. You can see every, the bay, and this was where the ships came in. And so that's why the Spanish built here in 1776. And I haven't gone down to the bay. That part is, is administered by the National Park Service. It's still part of the same park, but it's not your Presidio Trust responsibility. But right. Chrissy Field, a former military air base, is there, or air strip, I should say. It's not really a, not a huge base. But what is that being used for now, and are there new plans for it in the future? Well, Chrissy Field was a military air base, an yeah. Army Air Force base, you know, uh, air base. People would fly their, their planes out of Chrissy through the Golden Gate. Well, when they built the bridge there, that really wasn't too possible anymore. Mm. And so uh, ultimately, we've turned it into a park. And it, it, is it stretches the distance from, uh, if you're from Washington, from the Capitol to the Washington Monument. So it's a large, large swath of land right on the bay. And it's now uh, 100 acres of asphalt has become 100 acres of grassland, marshlands, trails. Was all it's the asphalt beautiful. taken up on the runway? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and will that change when this, this, this green connection, this new 10 acres, link this upper part of the National Park to the waterfront? Well, we always hoped this would happen, so we we made the trail so that they would go right over the top of the roadway, hoping that that would actually happen. So the trails are already there to be connected to, and it'll just become one, probably one of the most amazing urban parklands in, in the country. I would think so. What sort of challenges do you have? Do you have buildings here that have not been renovated that need urgent attention? Uh, we have about a third, uh, I mean a fifth of the buildings have not been renovated, and so we're doing that slowly. Uh, they've been preserved, so they're not going to fall down, but they're, they're few to go. Um, we've got this great parkland. We're trying to welcome people. We really are excited about that, and, uh, and uh, we've got a lot ahead of us. But I know the general manager of this hotel would like more lodging up here for folks. Oh, I'd like more lodging. We, 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 the worst thing about this lodging is that we have to say no to too many people because it's yeah. so popular. It is. So it we is would beautiful. like to have some more. It is beautiful. So what challenges do you face, then? Is it a constant... Uh, uh, is it a constant chore to raise money or from foundations or others? Or what, what, what is your biggest job now that it's 80% 80, 80 of the buildings are renovated and you've got things humming? Well, I think the biggest, biggest job right now is to, is to open this to the public in a way that it hasn't been. You know, a military base generally isn't something you think of as open to the public. Right. And although it's been a park for a long time, yeah, it's 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 just being discovered in many ways, and so we're we're really looking at how do we get people to come and enjoy it. We've got 24 miles of trails. We've got beautiful views. We have the Golden Gate Bridge. Not too many parks can say that. Views. And, and, These are billion-dollar views. In San Francisco, a, right here. So you know, we're we're looking for people. Well, I wish you the best. Uh, I, I'm I'm so impressed by this. I can't tell you. I've watched this. I, I I was on here when it was an army post, and. Uh, 
And when it was sort of in limbo there for a while, I'd walk around here. I had friends who lived right on, on the fringe of it here in uh, Pacific, Pacific Heights. I just think it, it's stunning. And, and what you offer folks who come to San Francisco is a place to go hiking. Beautiful. I mean, it, it's as if, well, you are in a forest. Yeah. It's a beautiful place, hiking with great panoramic views. Um, uh, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a really great way to see a different side of San Francisco that I, not a lot of people are familiar with. Well, thanks. And, and we enjoy having people come back and live in an old army base, but I think the food's a little better now. It is. The food's a little better, and I can tell you the accommodations are a lot better. <laughs> That's good. It's, uh, it's quite a stunning place, and, uh, and, and, and we're going to talk more about that in, in this coming hour with uh, some of your colleagues, but I appreciate the, the work you've done. Great. Thank you so much. Craig Middleton is the, the executive director of the Presidio Trust, which is the governing body that uh, is watching over the Presidio, Presidio National Park. And, and you're going to hear me go on and on about it because it is really breathtaking. This is very unusual. I mean, how many national parks are self-supporting? Not many. And uh, it's just a great way to come and see San Francisco, yet stay in a place where you think you're in the country. I mean, you could be, I mean, you could be in Colorado, some of this... Uh, uh, landscape here. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. I'm glad you are. Stick around. We come back. More in the Presidio is a place you want to visit. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Hey, this is Guy Fieri. Now, when your recipe calls for red peppers, chili powder, garlic, and onions, you got the start of some awesome chili and maybe some heartburn. If that's the case, roll out the Rolaids liquid. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. New Rolaids liquid gets you back in the action fast. Even when your worst heartburn symptoms flare up, Rolaids liquid dual active formula coats and soothes for rapid relief. New Rolaids liquid in your choice of mint or cherry. Use as directed. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Now that's how you spell relief. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where it's all travel all the time. Nice to have you with me on this uh, last September weekend. It's about, oh, I don't know what time it is. What time is it? About 33 after the hour? Or is it, uh, it is. It's 33 after the hour, wherever you are, no matter what time zone you're in. Almost. As you may have heard already, if you've been listening, I am coming to you live from San Francisco from the Presidio. This is a very unusual national park that we're learning about. And I'm staying at the Inn at the Presidio and broadcasting from their reception room. So you may hear some voices in the background. People are checking in, checking out. It's a lovely weekend here in San Francisco. And I'm delighted to be joined by Andy Wang. She works at 
get this. This is located right here in the Presidio National Park, the Walt Disney Family Museum. And Andy is the digital media and communications manager, right? Yes, I am. Thanks for having us. What is a Walt Disney Museum doing inside a national park, inside a former army, army barracks on a former army post in San Francisco? So we get that question a lot. The Walt Disney Family Museum is located in San Francisco because it really is a center of creativity and imagination with Pixar, Across the Bay, and Emeryville, as well as ILM Lucasfilm around here, parts of DreamWorks. We're really starting to become a center and a hub for animation. But moreover, the Walt Disney family, so Walt Disney's daughter, who is a co-founder of the museum, she actually moved to San Francisco and lives in this area. So they actually had a lot of his collections down on Gorgas Avenue, which was in the Presidio of San Francisco. And when the Presidio had buildings that were available to rent, they decided to keep the collections in the Presidio so it wouldn't be too big of a move for all of Walt Disney's treasures. And so his daughter is really the moving force behind this. Yes, she is. She co-founded the museum. And it's actually not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. We're fully founded and funded by the Walt Disney Family Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization. And what will I see when I come to these barracks and go into the Walt Disney Family Museum? So from the outside, you see this beautiful red bricked building, building, building. (laughs) And it doesn't look like much from the outside. But when you go inside, you see these beautiful redone galleries that are all high tech. They're really immersive and interactive. And you'll see a lot of works from Walt Disney's life, a lot of his personal belongings. But a lot of Walt Disney's life also was the history of animation and creating this wonderful company, the Walt Disney Company. So you'll see a lot of personal effects as well as the history of animation and the history of the Disney Company. So there's a lot of concept art, there are objects, character models, as well as personal things from Walt's life. So these are items from the family's collection as opposed to the corporate collection of Disney itself. It's a little bit of both. We have the family's collections as well as works that were donated from other people outside of the company and the family. But we do work really closely with the Walt Disney Company, so we have a lot of things on loan from them as well. Now, I understand if you're interested in animation that you can actually go in and create sort of your little own um, animation piece for your, for your smartphone. You can. We have quite a few classes and programs. On the weekends, we have workshops. So one of them is called Open Studio, where we just open the doors to our learning center and we invite people to come and try their own hand at all this different innovative things that Walt had come up with in his life. But we also have Learn from the Masters, which is a workshop where there are industry professionals who come in and actually teach you their craft. And is that a a course of study then, if you're doing that? Yeah, there are different courses. If you happen to live in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, and you're a 16-year-old kid who's interested in animation, you could come here and take a course and maybe someday be in that business. Absolutely. And we have all different types of courses. So we had one a month ago or so where we had the voice of Goofy come in and teach a voiceover workshop. We also have other animators teaching colors and style, stop motion animation, computer graphics and animation. So they're all different mediums within the animation world. And I understand that the illustrator who did the original concept of Bambi was in there it was was in 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 the museum recently tell me a little about him so tyrus wong is a 102 year old chinese american artist and we have his life's retrospective in the museum right now at that time it was the early or late 1930s early 1940s when he had gotten wind that the walt disney company would be working on bambi at that time he was an in-betweener for mickey mouse so the mickey mouse cartoons but he wasn't enjoying his time 
doing the Mickey Mouse. He didn't want to do mouses. He wanted. He didn't know what mises. He wanted to do deers. <laughs> yeah. So his eyes started blurring, looking at Mickey. Just all these different drawings of Mickey. So he decided to try his hand at Bambi and do these layout background drawings in watercolors. And the studios were so impressed by it that they actually used his artwork to work on the art direction of Bambi. And was his entire career at Disney? No, actually after Bambi, he left and did other things um, <laughs> with different companies. Wow, I, I, it's a little hard to imagine Disney letting the guy who developed Bambi go, but uh, I guess they did, but now he's back. He 102 is. years old, where does he live? He lives in Santa Monica, and he will be 103 years old next month in October. Well, good for him. Yeah. Marvel tough to him. Do you have a background in, uh, in film or animation? I do not personally have a background in animation. I actually used to be a DJ for Radio Disney before coming to the Walt Disney Family Museum. I, I, I just think it's fascinating that it's here. And are you open seven days a week? We are open every day except for Tuesdays, January 1st, Thanksgiving Day, and Christmas. Okay, so don't come on Tuesday, right. but generally any other time is great. Is there an admission charge? There is an admission charge. It's tiered. You could find out more information about ticketing at WaltDisney.org. Oh, easy enough, WaltDisney.org. Well, I think it's just one of the many fascinating things here on this, uh, this uh, estate called uh, or national park called um, the Presidio, and I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Andy Wang uh, works with the uh, Walt Disney Family uh, uh, museum, and uh, you ought to come up and see it here in the Presidio. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's world here to talk a little more about this special place right after this break. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, this is Guy Fieri. Now, when your recipe calls for red peppers, chili powder, garlic, and onions, you got the start of some awesome chili and maybe some heartburn. If that's the case, roll out the Rolaids liquid. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. New Rolaids liquid gets you back in the action fast. Even when your worst heartburn symptoms flare up, Rolaids liquid dual active formula coats and soothes for rapid relief. New Rolaids liquid in your choice of mint or cherry. Use as directed. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Now that's how you spell relief. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep because someone broke into her apartment and stole all her sheep. Not to mention a 50-inch flat-screen TV. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency had helped her with renter's insurance, and she got full replacement. She has since trained her sheep to do voice impressions of various attack dogs, and now feels very safe. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1 one or order online at lmclinic.com that's lmclinic.com do you live with stress if you have nervousness or common everyday anxiety we're looking for you 
because right now we're sending risk-free supplies of a fast-acting supplement to listeners of this station. You heard right. Every listener who calls right now will learn how to get a risk-free bottle of Stress Block, a naturally-derived formula that promotes feelings of calmness, focus, and well-being in a great-tasting chewable. Supplies for this risk-free offer are limited, so don't wait. Just call 1-800-514-5947. Stress Block is a fast-acting, non-prescription formula to support relaxation without causing drowsiness. Your nervousness is guaranteed to begin fading like magic in no time. This special risk-free offer is for listeners of this station, but it won't last. Call us now for this exclusive Stress Block risk-free offer. Just call 1-800-514-5947. That's 1-800-514-5947. Call 1-800-514-5947. Get out the map. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It is 43 minutes after the hour. You're in Rudy Maxa's world. Delighted to have you here. Hey, if you happen to like the show or you're listening to the show and there's someone you would like, a friend or family member to hear who might not have been tuned in, hard to imagine, but there are people who aren't listening every moment. Uh, if you go to RudyMaxa.com, a podcast of this weekend show is usually posted by Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, and uh, it's broken up into hour one and hour two. We're, you're now listening to hour one, by the way, and you can send that on to your friend. You can also see my transcripts and my travel minutes at RudyMaxa.com. Do, do stop in or go to my Facebook fan page at RudyMaxa Travel Slash Leisure and hit like. Last week I said we were up to 2,200 likes. We're actually up to 3,200. That was 1,000 off. I am coming to you live from the Presidio in San Francisco, just almost at the base of the San Francisco, excuse me, or the Golden Gate Bridge overlooking the San Francisco Bay. And I'm joined by Damian Raffa, who is the Environmental and Outdoor Education Manager here at the Presidio for the Presidio Trust, which manages this national park. Damian, who are you educating in environment and outdoor matters? Well, really, I have to say it's kids of all ages. So we're trying for... Ah, so it's all kids-oriented. Well, kids of all ages, oh, meaning I see. <laughs> a, li a lifetime I see. Of, of, of learning. Everyone. 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 Uh, we want the park to be relevant to everybody. And what will I learn here about the outdoors and the environment, uh, That it, it, which is strange to say when you're living in San Francisco in, in town, but this is not the city. This is a national park. What am I going to learn? Well, I know it's unique to have a national park in the city, and it I is. think for many folks coming to visit San Francisco, and of course a lot of people do come to visit here, they look at a map and they see a green blob in the northwest corner of the city. Mm. And I can imagine there are a lot of question marks about what they might learn about. Well, the Presidio essentially is a living museum of all of the wild habitats that used to cover the pre-urban landscape of San Francisco. So in a four-hour hike, they can experience everything from dunes on a boardwalk to wetlands to historic really? forest, to grasslands, to oak woodlands. Whoa. And this, Hello. this represents the natural heritage of San Francisco. That is a four-hour walk I would like to take. Now, is it hard to, is that a difficult walk? Is, do you have maps? I mean, is this a, am I going to get lost? Well, over the past almost 20 years, we have been slowly building a, net, a coherent network of trails, and we now have 24 miles of trails. And like the rest of San Francisco, there are some ups and downs. We have topography much like the rest of the city. Mm. But it, it, it doesn't take long. We're only two and a half square miles. Uh, that you, it's, it's fun to get a little bit lost as, as you go, but there are many wonderful discoveries to be made along the way. And 
you know, I learned uh, during, during when I was touring the Presidio earlier today that there, there are a lot of trees. Well, first of all, the trees weren't here, that the Army in the 1880s actually planted these redwood trees, these cypress trees, these eucalyptus trees. But there are a lot of uh, vegetation that's not indigenous, which, you know, in some places these days, well, they're taking out anything that's not indigenous. I don't think you want to do that here, do you? Um, well, there are some ex exceptions to that. We are doing some invasive plant removal in our, our habitats, uh, where our, our, our native wildflowers and shrubs and trees are being crowded out. But the big trees that you just mentioned, um, for the most part, will, will be replanted in perpetuity. They're you have considered. a nursery here, don't you, for replanting trees? We do. We have a nursery, and in addition to trees, we are growing more than 150 different kinds of plants collected from seed, for the most part, from plants right here in the Presidio to keep the genetics local. And you have organized programs. I understand there's a camping site for local kids who can come here and learn about the outdoors. And even though they're in the city, it's, you know, it's 10 minutes away from, well, it's three minutes away from a city street here. That's right. And the comment that we often get from campers is that they feel like they're really far away from the city. So we have a program set up to invite kids from the inner city to have a first-time camping experience. And it's more comfortable just to travel a few miles than, say, 50 miles. You don't have to go far for a taste of nature in the city. How many people here are working on the landscaping? Well, it's, it's, it's a broad team. It includes gardeners and foresters and biological science technicians. It's at least 100 people altogether. But, wow. But the broader team is over 1,000 because it includes our volunteers from the city, it includes school groups, it includes summer camps. Lots of folks come out, roll up their sleeves, and participate in, in the care of this park. Well, they've done a really good job. Um, what's, you got, got one big project coming up we should know about in the last 20 seconds? Well, it, right, ne right out, outside we have a watershed called Tennessee Hollow, and we are, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ginormous community-based effort to bring back a full watershed from the headwaters all the way down to Christie Field, where, where the fresh waters of El Polin Spring meet the Pacific. Well, I wish you all luck in that, and I think you've done a great job. It's just a beautiful environment, and again, I, it's just a jewel for the city. Thanks so much. I hope that your listeners come out and visit their national park. I hope so, too. Damian Rafa is the, let me read this title, Environmental and Outdoor Education Manager here at the Presidio Trust. And you heard what he had to say. This is a, oh, if you're coming to San Francisco with kids, okay, go out to see Alcatraz. See the seals down at the, down by the bay in, in town. But definitely come on up to the Presidio and, and, and set aside a day for it. Thanks, Damian. Thank you, Rudy. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. Thanks for spending part of your time of your weekend with me, part of your last September weekend. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to America's Most Widely Syndicated Radio Travel Show. I'm glad you are. I'm coming to you live from the Inn at the Presidio. The Presidio is a national park that's, that is a former army post carved out of San Francisco. It's right, I mean, we're right up against the city here. I mean, this is not something you drive out to. You can you know, hop a bus here. And we, it overlooks, it goes up a fairly steep hill. You know, San Francisco's famous for its hills. And we overlook the San Francisco Bay, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Pacific Ocean. It is a breathtaking place, and it is here for you to visit. 
This army post has been turned into a national park. The 800-plus buildings, about 80% of them have been renovated. Uh, private citizens rent them. And there are offices here. There are restaurants here. Um, well, let's go to the director of hospitality. Why should I tell you all about this? Karen Maggio <laughs> is the director of hospitality for the Presidio Trust, which runs this here real estate. What, what does the director of hospitality at a national park do? Well, this is this is a different national park. It certainly is. Um, we have uh, we have commercial tenants. We have over three thousand residential tenants. And my particular role is to welcome people to the park. We have event venues. We have an 18-hole golf course, which has been rated 16 out of 350 public courses in the United States. Mm. And we are starting a restaurant program, which we're very excited about. Now, you already have a tablecloth restaurant here um, and other eateries, right? We, we do have other places to dine. We have 12 different locations within the Presidio. Uh, anything from Starbucks to Presidio Social Club, which is a lunch and dinner tablecloth restaurant. No, I want to be a member of the Presidio Social Club by means. Um, but you have more aggressive plans, don't you? Yes, we do. Um, the Trust is going to be uh, putting out its very own food program that is uh, branded similar to what we've done here with the Inn and some of our other venues. It's very high quality. It's very... Um, locally sourced food, something that's very representative of the San Francisco food program. And you have some star power behind it. We do. Uh, we are very fortunate to have Chef Tracy Desjardins uh, lead our food program. Big name in the food business. Yes. In the restaurant with, business. With our her protege, uh, Robbie Lewis. And Tracy uh, started uh, Jardinier Restaurant 15 years ago, uh, and it is still going strong. Beautiful restaurant. She's also opened up Mojito and Public House uh, within our ballpark and also the Ferry Building. And what, what is the, what building is she, what kind of building is she going to be in here? Well, we're the first, uh, our first trust restaurant is going to be on the main parade, Montgomery Street, uh, in the Barrack 101. It was a military barrack. And it's going to be a, a mess hall, mercantile, kind of a general store concept. Mm. And we think that's something our visitors are really going to be pleased with. Um, it's casual, but very high quality. So this really is an outdoor destination, hiking and biking possibilities, golfing, as you mentioned. Yes. Um, but it can also be an evening destination. It can be a place to stay, as evidenced by the fact we're sitting at the end of the Presidio. So you can stay here, you can golf, you can hike, and then you can go out to dinner and never leave the confines of the campus. Well, th that's true, and that's what makes it a wonderful event venue destination because you can bring your entire family here for a special event like a wedding, a family reunion. You can stay here. You can have your party here. You can hike during the day. You can dine in the evening. Let's talk about weddings because I, in, in touring around here, there were, there were little sort of little sort of alcoves in the forests, you know, where, where it would be a beautiful setting for a wedding. There, there are these former military parade grounds. There are Victorian homes with front porches and rocking chairs. I mean, the venues for weddings must be quite numerous here. Well, they are. We have both indoor and outdoor venues. Um, Inspiration Point is an incredible place with a, a view of the entire bay. Oh, I was up there. It's uh, breathtaking. The, the Golden Gate Club is a historic Spanish-style building. Um, observation Post is the view of the bay with the Golden Gate Bridge. And we have an original log cabin made out of logs if, for an event that's 
a little bit more quaint. For the Davy Crockett weddings. Exactly. Now, <laughs> now, if, if someone wanted to get married in a corner of one of the military parade grounds, is there a fee for that, or do, we, do they have to buy their food and drink from you? I mean, how does that? How do you? How do you do a deal like that here in a national park? Well, in a national park, it's you you lease a space, and it's a park permit, is what it is. Oh, okay. We don't okay. do contracts. It's a park I permit. I see. And there are certain places where you can. Uh, hold a private event. Um, and then there are others you can't because it's really a public park. And so we don't want to rent all of our open spaces. Well, I don't think you're in any danger of that. There's a lot of open spaces <laughs> here, I mean, along with the forests. 1,500 acres. Yeah, I would say this in these <laughs> military parade grounds, you could have, you could have a small battle on. You know. there, are, there are many, many opportunities to have a wonderful event, both indoors and out. Well, I, I, uh, if you're going to be a hospitality director, you might as well be a hospitality director at the, at, at the Presidio Trust, uh, at the uh, Presidio National Park. I just think it's beautiful. Thank you for stopping by, Karen. Thanks for joining us. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. If your station is leaving us, most of our stations are not. But if your station is leaving us, well, I've got to talk to somebody about that. Uh, for the rest of us, happily enough, we've got another hour here in San Francisco at the Presidio. Stick around. We're going to take a break for about six minutes, some local news. I have a feeling there will be some commercial, commercial messages. And then I'll be back here in Rudy Max's world. Uh, check out my Facebook fan page, Rudy Max at Travel Slash Leisure. You'll see some links to some of the things we're talking about uh, this weekend. Take a break. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.